we missed you. Thank you for all of your grace as we kind of figure out life with a niece that is now type 1 diabetic. It was, still is, a very large learning curve, especially for her, but for the whole family. And then we had to kind of step in and help with the other kiddos as my brother took one of the kiddos to a basketball tournament out of state. It was a whole thing. So thank you so much. It's wild. We run at the moment a Sister Wives and Mavs podcast breakdown. And I feel like timeline wise, the way everything broke down, I feel like you all probably got the brunt of the delay in the pods. So we do apologize. But yes, thank you so much for sticking with us. Thank you for the kind words. Thank you for the nice comments after finding out the news of our niece. We really appreciate all of you. And it's wild how we missed the best episodes of both Sister Wives and Married at First Sight. It took everything in me. And actually, thank, thank, thank you because you did not send me spicy details too much. You, you, you wanted to, and, and I could feel you pulling back a little bit. I tried. Also, I'm so behind on podcasts. I haven't listened to anything. I don't know what's going on in the universe at all. Looking at sources again, looking at Reddit, listening to podcasts. So I'm excited to knock these out. We just didn't want spoilers at the moment, so we held off, and I think our routine of listening to podcasts is so behind that we have a huge backlog. Which is kind of exciting as well. Oh, I can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts. There's always like a little point over the weekend where I'm like, man, I wish I saved one and I didn't binge it all on like Tuesday, Wednesday, but this weekend. Yeah, our weekend's going to be a lot of gaming with sister wives math (laughs) podcast in the background so we will be covering the one-on-one part two and part three it's so funny my first note for the part two is just capital mmmhmmmmm and i was like what was i doing and then i remembered what it was cody was asked about the sex life with janelle and his answer was wow that was that's all I needed. That's This family does have an interesting way to maybe not avoid talking about sex. They just don't talk about sex. And I don't know if it's their culture, their community, how they were raised, if they're super conservative. I think all of that. But this is an adult show. I don't know any young people that watch this show. <laughs> I think it's totally fine and acceptable to talk about your sex lives. You don't have to get in crazy detail, but if somebody asks like, was a sex life great? Cause we are trying to think about how did these relationships last so long with, by your own definition, you're not in love. You're not attracted to these women. What kept you going? We're basically at the last row of the sex must've been good. You got 18 kids. It was fine. And even up to this point, they still won't answer. And did you think they would even answer something like this? Because I did not. No. And generally, Janelle kind of shies away, but she pretty much answered it. Also, side note already on Janelle. She does not care. And I'm here for it. She laughed at like everything, even if it was a serious conversation, just doesn't care. She'll answer it for the most part. I loved the energy she was giving me. I can't remember if this was rumored or confirmed that, or maybe just an inside joke that Mary's going to have a tell-all book. Oh, that's the theory. That's the theory. Now, 
as we were watching this show and everyone's getting their responses in, it would be hilarious if they all timed it together that they all dropped a tell all book them of their own, but it's somehow in the way it's written, it forms really to be one book. So you have to get all the books a nod, an homage to the original book. That would be deep. I mean, almost almost to an extent where the chapters blend together. So you literally need every book if you want to follow the storyline of everyone's thought process in this journey. That would be really fast. Hire but then me. They would, <laughs> Hire me. But then they would have to actually talk. Not even. If you're... There's just like a one-page no, transition. No, if, if you're an editor, you can give a high-level map of what we would like to break down. I mean, this is a tell-all, so hopefully it's everything. But then you can map, like, hey, this chapter should focus on this timeline. And then maybe let them either be creative on their own and just talk about that chapter of their life. But the chapters start to blend together because they live together. And you know what I mean? I think that would be really... And they wouldn't have to talk to each other. Literally, <laughs> the editor, the the whatever you want to call them, the planner, just sends them each individually the the notes, the plans, the the journey we're going to be on in these different books, I think it would be fascinating. I think it would be fascinating and I would be first in line to buy it, but that requires a lot of organization on their end. Don't know how that would work. This is why put it all on the publisher. Let them drive all of that. I'm telling you, it would be amazing. Why do you think Cody keeps going back to the physical factor with Janelle? At one point, he says she asked to be in the family for whatever reason. But no, she didn't love me. She was attracted to me. I think in their relationship, Janelle must have been more vocal about what she thought about Cody compared to the other wives. And she might have just straight up been, you know, you're beautiful, you're sexy, whatever their talk is in their private areas. I'm assuming she was more vocal about it. So now as we're all thinking that Cody and other people are rewriting history, maybe that has stuck with him and he's kind of transformed that into, well, she clearly only wanted me for my physical looks. That's all she ever commented on. Commented this man one too many times and now it's just a bad, a bad thing in their relationship. I feel like he's grasping at straws at this point. Like he, he really doesn't have anything on Janelle. But even think about that thought process. You were married for almost 30 years. You have six kids. Wow, my wife is attracted to me. Like, <laughs> Oh, no, no, the worst. I hate that. <laughs> it's interesting that he he's allowed to say that, but are they not allowed to say they're not attracted to him? No, that would be betrayal. I mean, the ego would be hit. Oof. Yeah, big time. It is interesting how things are being described now within their relationships, which it's... It's a huge lie of what we've been on in the sister wives journey of how, what they've sold us on, how their relationships were. And even the way they talk about in these two episodes of just Mary's relationship to Cody and actually how bad it was for how long we got little inklings on the very first dinner from the very first Mm -hmm. season. And we're thinking, okay, no big deal. This is just a, a wife who's introducing another, another future possible partner. And she's, you know, she's a little stressed about that whole concept. But realistically, their relationship was a shit show from then, if not before. So we've been lied to, bamboozled from the (laughs) jump. Oh, yeah. That was a theme for these next two episodes of the tell-all of just like confirming everything was fake. Like I know reality TV generally isn't that real, but boy, having it confirmed that clearly 
about all of these relationships is pretty wild. I do wonder, in the way Cody is redescribing his partners and if he was attracted or not attracted or what have you, I also think we never got the real Cody. I think in the beginning, we got salesman Cody. But realistically, the Cody we are seeing the last couple of years, that's you know, that's probably more of what he was like. Yes, he's probably a good dad with the young kids when they were younger. There's a bunch of them. But I bet you the dynamics between the adults have always been fairly similar. I think he covered up his dissatisfaction better in the beginning. I hear you. And I think that is because so much of your time as a parent is spent for your kids, mm, with your true. kids. So I think there's not even that much time for this one-on-one relationship breakdown. How are we doing? Let's check in. It's such a short amount of time that they have that, like you said, I think it is, it can play into a cover, maybe even if it's not intentional, but just so much time is devoted to your children. We talk about the fight again. We talk about reconciliation and what that would look like. Janelle is very clear here. She says, Cody likes the idea of our family. He promised Robin a plural family but he's not pining for me. He never said he loves me, that he wants to make this work. And it's exactly echoed that way in the episodes. It's just, all right, cool. I'll call you next week. The reason he doesn't do that is because in his mind, he's not at fault. Even in the huge blow up with, or excuse me, between Janelle and Cody, it's basically Cody telling Janelle how you've messed up, Mm -hmm. how you're not culpable It's never, hey, I'm sorry, this is what I've done wrong in our relationship. I need to fix this. It's never that. It's what have you done to mess this up? So when he says, yeah, I want to reconcile, but his mind is like, yeah, I want to reconcile, but you're the problem. You need to fix this. That will never come out of this man's mouth. No. So what Janelle is saying is totally on point. It's never going to happen. And it's funny. We even got the words from Cody. He's like, yeah, I say it, but I'm not doing nothing. Exactly. And it's interesting that all three of the OG wives are saying the exact same thing. And he's still like, no, it's not that way. Another interesting point is he might feel he needs to, he owes Robin a plural family. But it's interesting that the only relationship he's willing to mend is the one with Janelle, who is clearly, or excuse me, who clearly has no relationship with Robin at all and is not interested in having a relationship with Robin. And Robin don't dare smack talk her. No. (laughs) I don't think it's very rare, but we almost never hear Robin speak down on Janelle like she will with Christine. Mm -hmm. She knows better. We move topics a little bit into kind of what the OG wives felt they had to do to constantly cater to Cody. Christine says that she always felt the need to earn his love and acceptance. That at the time, she had no idea how stressed she was. She tried to cook his favorite meals and clean how he liked and make it really nice for when he's over. Going back to my point of the reality of these relationships, isn't it interesting that I don't think Janelle described it this way, but all the other wives do describe it in this way of how they treat Cody. Essentially trying to make it stress-free, cooking his favorite Mm -hmm. meals, doing things a certain way, maybe cleaning the home a certain way, whatever it may be. But it's interesting that they all do that. And I think the storylines between them are similar in the way Cody was. 
And he's still complaining. It's still not good enough. Mary says it was never good enough. He would ask me to do things or share some information to be able to fix relationships. And it was never good enough. Loyalty is not good enough for him. Do you remember when Cody mentioned that in polygamy, everything is a test? Like my wives are always testing me. In Cody's view, yes. But in the way they describe what they had to do for Cody as far as when he was in their home, it kind of seems like they were being tested, right? They're being tested as wives of these are things I expect from you. Are you doing them? Not only tested, but then compared amongst the other wives. He would compare them against each other. And so naturally, there was a competition. I can see how there would be a competition. The way they describe it early on in the seasons, it doesn't feel that way to me because at the time, he is doing his, you know, once every third night. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't feel it then. I mean, who knows after Robin came and they got less time, maybe then it did feel like a competition or I need to do everything I can to make sure it's a good time here. I think that's what it was. Utilizing the time you do have to please him as much as possible. Because then he might give you a couple extra hours. Suki asked Mary if seeing Cody be emotionally available to someone else was like a dagger to the heart. She says it's like a knife to the kidney. I love a callback. Good job, Mary. (laughs) I love a callback. I love a confirmation that these folks do watch the show. I do appreciate that. Well, she was there. She would no, she was there, but in, in the future when she mentions things that Cody has said, we oh, get confirmation that okay, unless someone messaged you, you wouldn't know this unless you watch the show. I love the little bit of trolling we're getting because everyone is starting to get a bit unhinged, or they just think, you know, I don't give a F. Like, I'm just gonna say what I want to say. Like, I have nothing literally, I have nothing to lose. I think that's what it is. I think people are Beginning to tell nuggets of truth, but also not try to cover it up anymore. Like everything's already coming out now. Man, Cody keeps flip-flopping on the way he speaks about Mary, their current relationship or lack of, and their previous relationship when they were married. And I can't stand it. He keeps saying in one breath, like, oh, I don't want to rip the Band-Aid off and open those old wounds. And then he says just incredibly rude and insulting things in the next breath. Cody says, I told her I loved her and I chose to love her. She thinks I was madly in love with her and it was not that experience for me. I did everything I could to love her. She thinks we were mad about each other and we acted that. We played that out. And then later he says, I, it, uh, I, well, we did have a very romantic experience, but there was a lot of dysfunction as well. I do wonder Their courtship, I believe, well, I think all of them were fairly short. Mm -hmm. I do wonder if after you grow, because again, they got married very young. I think Cody was very low 20s. I think Mary might have been late teens, like 19. I'm not too sure, but I know it was young. And I do wonder, as you grow up and even, even growing just in a few years, like your person that you knew at 20, I mean, they might change at 23, 24 So I do wonder if Cody just learned more things about Mary that maybe he wasn't attracted to. For example, maybe she does have a a controlling personality or things have to be in order. Kind of, you know know what I mean? That kind of personality. And for all we know, Cody might not be attracted to that, right? He wants someone who follows him. I mean, sure, but it's just so disappointing to hear it. 
I don't think Cody will ever say it, but I do think he would be one to, I mean, currency in this type of community, it is children and what you bring to this family. And I do wonder, and Mary's mentioned it a couple times. I mean, Mary only gave Cody one child. I do wonder if he already, even not consciously, but subconsciously does put her so far low in the totem pole of his wives because she only gave him one child. I don't know. I keep, why do I want to give him the benefit of the doubt on this? Is it because it's so low that I'm like, no, there's no way. Is that what it is? No, there is a way. And I think that's what happens. We see a flashback of the Barnuminium conversation. Why was Robin smiling and like so couldn't believe that Mary wasn't jumping for joy? What do you mean you don't want to live amongst my crap? You'd be lucky to. Robin has some of the best reactions on the tell-alls because when Cody is clearly being a piece of crap, (laughs) I think in her mind she's either thinking, oh, he's not being serious. You know, he's just joking. Like, no, that's literally who your husband is. Yeah, she tends to smile in really inappropriate moments. Or even in an upcoming portion when Cody mentions something and she says, I don't agree with that. I'm like, well, it doesn't matter if you agree with that. (laughs) That's what he thinks. I do love the way Mary describes that situation. It's like, you want me to live above the crap you only use seasonally Mm -hmm. and you just your extra shit you want me to live above that like that's that's what i get for being married for 30 years as you can look out your window and see the little mansion that cody and robin have for themselves oh it would be a freshly built mansion oh do you think this is on coyote pass coyote pass Oh, okay they have their big eight acres of land or whatever it is new mcmansion built and you know mary's just overlooking that big mansion it's Five mini mansions for all the kids. Cody and Robin stay in the current house. Mary is in the trees. No one can see her. No. On the, is it Bardominium? Is that how they call it? Barnuminium. Barnuminium? Okay. Here's a thought though. Mary's in that, but the apartment, you know, sweet thing on the top, it only has windows in one corner. That corner <laughs> happens to not be looking at the McMansion, so they don't even have to see Mary. It's just like a street-facing view. Correct. Okay. Christine was real spicy in these two episodes. About midway through, you can see it coming out. Christine said for years, Robin has been telling Mary to stay. She wants her to stay so badly, but there's no life for Mary if she stays. To occasionally see the kids. That's not a life. I don't know what Robin's motive is. I would imagine the only time Mary sees the kids are around certain holidays. Only when the cameras are around. We also don't get, which I wish Suki asked something like this, of how often do you get to see Robin's children? Because that was a whole thing on this season. That would be an interesting question. Maybe we'll get that in the next episode, but I doubt it. I think that would be fascinating of, well, I only see the kids like once every couple months. And I'm like, well, this whole concept of sticking around, being a sister wife, sharing duties with the children. I'm like, you don't even get to see her children very much. I think once every couple months is being generous, considering she wasn't even invited to Easter. Was there anything in between Christmas and Easter that she was invited to? I guess what I really want to see is Suki break down or break this down with Mary on Robin wants you to stay, but she doesn't do things to involve you so 
what is making you stay? Because that storyline isn't, it's not a fact, right? That's not happening. Notice how Cody and Robin are very similar in how they act. They say one thing, they do another. It's also disappointing. I think Cody has been caught in this, but Robin a lot when she mentions that, oh, I'm not sure, or I can't remember. Oh. But now I can't blame her too much because I forget a ton of shit. But it's just worse that there is evidence because you've been on a TV show the last 10 years. We know exactly when something happened, if it happened, what your responses were. But when you truly don't remember something, you're not like darting your eyes around and, um, uh, let me think. Like, if you don't know, you don't know. That's it. And so, man, when we get further into the next episode, her body language, she is not making eye contact. It's straight looking up the ceiling. It's bad. Like, we're, get, we're catching her in many lies. Even now, present day, as this one-on-one is going on, Robin is still trying to advocate for Cody wanting Mary in his life. There is such a big disconnect here. Cody has made it incredibly clear that he wants nothing to do with Mary. I don't understand. You know what? It's interesting. The same way where we kept mentioning like, Mary, why are you still there? What are you doing? In that same vein, Robin even though she knows Cody does not want her her in his life, still continues to say, stick around. I'm like, what? They're both kind of walking that same path. Mm -hmm. I will stick to my initial thoughts where I think you desperately want Mary to stay for that bank account. Yeah, that's the only reason. She didn't get rid of any of the other wives left or their relationships, anything. She put no effort in. And then she put like, an ounce more effort into Mary by just like occasionally inviting her over, pretending that she wants them in their lives. But she didn't even put that in for the other wives. Do you think they'll ever confirm whether on this tell-all or in Mary's book, possible book, if she was still contributing to the family pot? Could you imagine this husband has left me for almost 10 years, but still expects me to contribute to the family pot? That would be fascinating. She was definitely contributing. Janelle talks about how Cody would say in front of her all the time that there was no hope for a relationship with Mary. And he was not scared to say this around the other wives as well. Don't you think there's something wrong with that? As far as the other wives, they hear this from Cody that he wants nothing to do with Mary, but they already don't communicate, but they don't, they're not friendly enough to contact Mary and say, hey, He's been saying this, like, I think it's time for you to go and move on. Like, as a friend, like, I want you to be happy. Yeah, there's no even base of a friendship. So there's no reason to. Then we move on to how Robin is the only one who can speak Cody. I loved everyone's take on this. It was so good. It's such good theater. Because we always talk shit about it. Everyone in the community, we're like, "You, you are no different. You don't have this special ability, but to hear it from people that are living it, gold. Not that I enjoyed it. I kind of did. I believe it was, oh, I believe it was Janelle who mentioned Robin basically said, like, I need to, I need to be there to talk with your father so I can translate for you or something like that for her kids. She does say that. She says that she wants to come over 
And in the past, she would say, well, why don't you have a conversation with your dad and I'll be there because I speak Cody. Janelle reveals that that one does bug her. He can speak for himself. He's a grown ass man. Going back to is Robin a master manipulator? Is she just is it by happenstance? This is this is a controlling move. You can't not that you can't speak to your father, but you should include me in conversations with your father because I will communicate better. I don't know if I've ever heard of an adult doing something like that. No, with other adults, with other children, it's weird, especially someone. So Janelle has been married to him for what, 30, 32 years. And why would you think this woman coming in for the last 10 can speak to my husband better than me? You made the interesting comment where let's say it's one of the older children and Robin says this to him and they respond, Robin, I know how to speak to my dad. I've known him for 16 years. <laughs> yes. Whereas she's known him for one. It's, it's like, how can you get to this thought process? It makes no sense. Robin says, I think I get Cody pretty well. Other wives have the capacity to. Okay, Shade, get out of here. <laughs> Christine says, I'm like, bullshit. Sorry. Okay, sorry. She continues on to say that she has known Cody for 32 years and thinks that she can speak Cody pretty well. She expands and says that Robin has convinced everyone that she can speak Cody and that she can mediate in all of the relationships. She convinced all of them that she needed to be there and that she can speak Cody when we can't. This is interesting because you are saying that it actually worked because you're wording this as she actually convinced people that this is how it needs to be done. Yeah. Which is sad considering you've known this man so much longer than Robin. She positioned herself in a way to be like, yeah, I'm new here, but like, look how good our relationship is. This could be you too. I see what you mean. Yeah, that that makes a little bit more sense. And think of the motivation behind that. It is not only getting all of the details, you don't got to secondhand hear it. You get to influence it because you know how each party feels. You can add in anything you want. We need to rewatch or continue our rewatch so bad. There is so much to break down now. Even the information we're getting now, anything we watch will be heightened to another level. If we see Cody speaking with other wives, is Robin there? Why is Robin always there? Fascinating stuff. I agree. Janelle says, we've been married a long time. We did okay without you. I think I can speak Cody. Shots fired. Again, the gloves are (laughs) off. I love this. I love, I love when they are honest. Now the meat of this episode, the ring is brought up. Christine's laugh killed me. It was. It's so fake. She says it's so funny because there's a backstory. She knows it's probably not her story to tell. But here we are. A couple of things. How has this not gotten out in the past? This, there is so much significance to this story and it shows you the state of a relationship. This is only one story. How many stories are there? I think many. I think this is a drop in the bucket. Also, it shows what a psychopath Cody is. I know reality TV People deserve privacy, but the counter to that is like, 
yeah, but you also signed up for a reality TV show. You kind of agreed to let us into your world. Going back to the, the lengths you're going to to lie to us of the state of your relationships. Could you imagine if we knew this information from the beginning? I mean, season one, man with three wives wants to bring up another one. Oh, he just destroyed a ring of a current wife, the first wife. Spicy. But that's not the storyline they were going for. It's not the storyline they're going for, but <laughs> wow, the way... And maybe it's even better that it's come out now because the show, the you know, the heightened popularity of the show, social media, uh, the instant reactions, it's so much different than it would be back then, right? That that bubble would be a lot smaller. But man, it would change our opinions, our opinions of Cody from the beginning. So Christine breaks it down. She said Cody and Mary had a wedding ring. Robin was in the picture, but they were not yet married. He melted down the ring saved the golden diamonds. When Marriott asked where the ring was, Cody said, oh, I melted it. Cody said he didn't want Mary to have control over him and power over him anymore. After that, all four of the wives got together and got him a clotter ring. He wore that for a long time, but then Cody and Robin designed their own ring together, and then he wore that one. And now we are on to the horsey matching rings with Cody and Robin. It gets worse because Mary mentions at some point, I guess Cody talked to her and said, like, I don't really feel like wearing a ring or something like that. But then Mary asks, can I at least keep the ring? And I, I thought that'd be kind of neat, right? Keep a ring, put it around like well, a necklace or something. And It's like, not neat when your husband doesn't want to wear your ring. Sure. That's already a thing. Yes, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to work it in here. And I get that. That would mean a lot to you. And I get where Cody's coming from, too, because like, well, now I have three wives, but this represents one wife. Like, it doesn't really feel right. So you're at you're doing a lot of this thing. No, you do a lot right no, now. No, 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 no. But what I'm getting at, <laughs> no, what I'm getting at, this is where Cody is completely in the wrong. Instead of just allowing the wife to have the ring back is maybe just to hold it or give it to a future son. You don't know, like any, for any reason, he just tells her, oh, I like already melted it down. Yeah, like, just in what? passing. Like it was nothing. Like it was nothing. At this point, I'd be like, don't even keep the gold or diamonds. You should have just sold that thing. Yeah, what's the point now? It's a tarnished memory. Why would you put that in anything else for anyone else? Now we see the screen fade to black with white writing. And that's how you know it's going to be a spicy scene to follow. This is when Mary appears and it's on the couch kind of a normal talking head scene, and she is pissed. Pissed. This is probably as pissed as we've ever seen her. Is it bad that the way she represented her dissatisfaction the entire time I'm thinking, because she says, you know, it's my story to tell when I want, where I want, how I want. And I'm thinking in my upcoming book. <laughs> that was probably the big reveal in the book. But the catfish wrote their own book about their relationship with Mary. Most of it is not true. Like, you can even tell just the way it's written. A lot of it is not true. But they told this story in their book. Question. Hmm. The fact that this story is now confirmed true, do you give any more validity to other stories that were in that book? Not really still. Like, there's just so many lies. Like, okay... 
This person said that Janelle kicked Mary in the belly when she was pregnant with Leon. Okay. We don't know if that happened or not. Can you see Janelle kicking a pregnant lady? Janelle got to the point where she moved out. Yeah, because she hates confrontation so much. I don't know if she was hating Mary, if she was hating Cody, if she was hating the whole concept. (laughs) Now, I hope that didn't happen. I hope that's that's wild. Now, I hear you, but in my eyes, we got just one story that maybe some people thought, oh, yeah, right, that didn't happen. But now it's been confirmed what other stories are going to be confirmed. I'm not saying that one's true. But just how far the catfish went in this book saying like they slept together and all this stuff when they never, well, they met once at Disneyland, but not even as like sure. Sam Cooper or whatever their name is. So I, I'm still like, eh, but yeah, it is wild that Mary's like, this is, this was my story to tell. And I'm like, eh, it was told. If you wanted any more confirmation that Mary and Christine will ever have a relationship, it was confirmed here. They are never going to be friends. <sighs> I think my hope of that three women out there living their best life, I I don't see it happening now. Like this was the nail in the coffin, I think, for me. As badly as I want to see them all party and live their best life. Question though. Yes. You're on reality TV. Unless it was explicitly told to you, do not tell anyone about this. Are you allowed to mention this story? You're on reality TV. You're showing off your life. Can you mention this story? It's so hard because technically it does involve Christine and she was there. So like it's partially a part of her story, though. I mean, mostly Mary's. Let's be honest. It's Mary's story. True. But I mean, I guess Christine could tell her recollection of it. But But Mary would have her own. It's true. I mean, that's kind of what happened. And even then, I mean, it's like we pretty much got it all right. When you got the story, it's like, okay, I got the whole story. Yeah. So this happened seven years prior to the catfish. And both Mary and Christine had a similar timeline of this was before Cody married Robin, but he was courting her. A few things happen here, though. Robin is eventually questioned about the ring and she responds that, Oh, Cody didn't wear a ring when we were recording. Ma'am, season one, episode one, driving in the convertible opening scene. Do not think we're stupid. So Cody is clearly wearing a ring. This is where I think the story gets even more. I guess it gets worse. Now, seven years before the catfish, Cody's still wearing a ring in season one. Did Cody decide to get rid of this ring in the timeline of Robin? I believe so. I believe he married Robin and or maybe right before that he destroyed it because he wanted Mary to have no claim. Or even as we've seen stories develop with Robin, I mean, it honestly is, I think, possible for Robin to say, oh, I noticed you wear a ring or he mentioned to her. Oh, yeah, this is the ring Mary got me. I was like, you know what? You have three wives now. It doesn't really represent all the wives like do you think you should really still wear it wink wink you should really melt it down i can see it i think it's completely possible i do hope i'm wrong i try to give robin sometimes the benefit of the doubt but there's just been way too many instances of her in a in a way sabotaging this family she lied to us so many times in these two episodes alone. All of us sitting at home, enjoying a nice evening on our couch, just being lied to by this woman. I don't accept much of what she says. 
I just think that timeline is very interesting that it seems you've already had three wives. You're having a fourth. What's this all of a sudden? I need to get rid of this ring. We end the episode with a little bit of a conversation about kind of the final breakup between Mary, Cody, and Robin on Coyote Pass. We find out that Mary and Cody had a conversation prior to the filmed conversation. He told Mary that he can fake it and he can put more effort into faking it. And she said she can't do that. I feel like in some ways, Cody is disconnected from reality. And we don't, we don't question him about this enough. For example, Suki, one more time. This man is talking about faking a relationship like it's no big deal. Like, he is performing. Can we talk about this? Like, why are you why are you faking a relationship? Like, what is going on here? Like, you're not in reality. I don't think he's been in a reality for a number of years. I, we could even say that's the base of all of the problems right now. Absolutely I mean, declining reality. In the way that he speaks to Mary about, hey, I can keep faking this if you want. Does that apply to the other wives? Has that applied to the other wives this entire time? I think that's highly possible with Christine. I mean, just how casually he mentions it. It's like you're mentioning this way too casually to have not either been doing this for years with Mary or other partners. We get a little bit of a breakdown on the timeline. In April, Cody said that he didn't want to address this publicly when Mary said... Basically like, okay, well, we've done all of this publicly. Let's now release the statement. Let's get it all out there. In September is when she saw when Cody said he didn't consider himself married to her. And then the conversation at the picnic table was a month or two after that. Anything I can get about timeline is so fascinating. At the end of the episode, Mary says, oh, my voice will be heard. I will no longer be silenced. Hashtag worthy up. The way she said that, she thought she was the coolest cat in the room. <laughs> I know. And like, I want to believe it, but I feel like she's done so many vague posts and worthy up and all this other stuff. I just really hope it does happen. Oddly enough, I don't think Mary, I don't think there's going to be enough there to, I guess, surprise us or even new information. I mean, I think the most Mary could give us is really an inside look into her and Cody's relationship and where it went downhill. I think that could be interesting. But other than that, I just don't see, I don't see what else Mary could give us. She is still really on Robin's side. I was hoping that it would kind of include that. I don't think so. No, it won't. Because no. even in the next episode, she's like, oh, we've rebuilt like trust. And I'm like, Die, move on sure trust but in the fact that she was so adamant about no she's not my sister wife we would have to be married to the same person yeah sure they've rebuilt trust like yeah we can be kind of you're my ex-husband's like wife and we can be friendly that way but i don't think it's to the extent it used to be robin is reading this differently very differently now on to episode three of the one-on-one -on -one tell all Annoyed immediately. We started the episode with a flashback. I've heard from other podcasts, especially Ace and Kaylin. By the way, I love the way Ace breaks down the wasted time in these <laughs> tell-alls. And I appreciate that because 
we will eventually get to the point where us as a community have seen a scene minimum five times. That is not acceptable. We are not this dumb. We know what just happened a couple episodes ago. And you don't have to play the entire scene through. We get what's going on. If anything, we want more deep questions about what's going on in their lives. Yes, some response to what we've seen in the past for this show that questions we might have as a community, but we don't need entire replays of the season. I think we saw that fight between Janelle and Cody every single episode after it happened, including on this tell-all. I mean, we have another episode to go. I'm going to assume we're going to see another replay of something we've probably already seen even in the tell-all. Spicy Christine is starting off this episode. She sees the conversation at the picnic tables being replayed. And she says, wait, what? Why was Robin there? Why was she there? Speaks Cody, baby. I do love Christine making it a little bit more dramatic, but I I just view it as this. Mary does not want to be alone in this breakup conversation, which is odd because you think you would feel safe enough with your, at the time, husband-ish to have this conversation. There's two adults, you're breaking up, I get it. You know, that's what you're doing. You're having your breakup conversation. Maybe it would help her feel a bit safer to have Robin there, but then the question is, why do you feel like you need that? Especially since they had a conversation a few days prior regarding all of this. Do you think Robin was at that one? She better not have been. I don't think so. So look, it can happen. But I guess she needed to break up with both of them. So knock it out at one time. Now, I know in the breakup scene, if I was Mary, Robin didn't really give me anything. If anything, she actually walked away for most of it when Cody and Mary could actually talk because they weren't being stopped by Robin's crying or comments. (laughs) But I think it was useful because Mary could show Robin, like, this is the man you married. He's breaking up with me. Like, this is over. You need to be here to know it's over as well. And as much crap as I'm giving her for being there, that is true. Because she, Robin keeps trying to drag her along. So, like, let's just end it with both of you. I think in the way, if you have them both there, there is no... If, ands, or buts. Like, Mm -hmm. this is what happened. We are breaking up. It's done. Mary talks about something I agree with. She's talked about how she wasn't going to guess what Cody wanted. She was not going to assume and that she deserved to have the conversation and be told directly. I agree. That's exactly what I would want. Even though we keep giving her crap for taking so long to leave, we just got to applaud her for finally doing it. We can applaud her, but... There's only so much grace I can give her because it has been years. We have been waiting for this for so long, partly because we are rooting for Mary to go have a good life, go find love. And it's just years and years of torture. I'm like, what are you doing? Yes, I'm happy she did it. I am disappointed it took so long. But everyone's timeline is different. And I think that not wanting to assume is fair. I mean, actions speak louder than the words and the actions were pretty loud. So I guess I'll give you that. No, no. I mean, even years, years ago, you could have just been straight up. Sure. Film it. If you're you know, making a television show, I'd be like, are you going to hold on to the promises you made to me? Just straight up. And he's going to say no, because he can't. He's like, well, I'm done. Do you count the I'm not coming conversation as confirmation enough for you? 
Definitely. If I tell you there's doors open on my side, I am waiting for you to be ready to rekindle this. And you say, I'm not coming. I'm like, okay, this door's closed now. That's it. Man, I agree. But then the next anniversary, I think, or the one after that, he was like, cheers to new beginnings. Who See, knew we meant cheers to be new beginnings without you? No, that could mean so many things. That could... We See, don't, you don't want to guess. You don't want to guess. That's true. You don't want to guess, but it also leads to the possibility that anything is possible. This could be new beginnings for us, new beginnings as us separately, new beginnings as far as I am releasing the weight from being married to you, Mary, I'm good. Cheers to my new beginning with Robin. It I'll could, cheers it out could with you. Mean so many things. <laughs> but then I feel like Mary is okay with this vagueness because it allows her to mm. think that there's a possibility versus knowing, oh, that door's closed, closed. There it is. She's like, I will let it be vague because it gives me a little, a little bit to keep going. Okay. Yeah, I can 100% see that with her. Whereas You're immediately totally right. when you say, correct, when you say, cheers to new beginnings, I'd be like, what are we cheersing to? <laughs> I am not clinking that glass. <laughs> then we go back to the agreement that Cody and Robin made. He says, Robin and I made an agreement that we wouldn't drag each other out. We would free each other. After Robin and I had made that agreement, we told the other wives and that made everyone mad. Why would you need to have this agreement with Robin unless you guys were shit talking the other wives and you were being open about potentially faking it? I wouldn't even say shit talking. I would just say you knew the state of their marriages. Yeah. And that he wasn't going to try to make it better. That or Robin just saying, I'm not going to be a part of that. Like, that's not going to be my marriage. But why would you marry someone if you had to make that agreement? Especially a polygamous marriage. I mean, you clearly had a lot of work to do in your current relationships. It goes back to you were probably most likely not in a place to bring in another wife. Yeah. that I mean, it all boils back to Cody's decision to do this because it was not the right time. No one wanted this. And he just decided he's going to get his pencil wet no matter what. Can I just ramble for just a second here? <laughs> of course. It's still amazing to me. When he made that comment to Gabe and Garrison, when as his own words right now revealing, I didn't love these women to some extent, I don't find them attractive, but you're getting your pencil wet so much that you are putting out like 18 kids, <laughs> but you are judging your sons for having one girlfriend is ridiculous. It's like, it's like shame. How dare you? Mm -hmm. How dare you say that to me? Cody says, I think Robin and I are giving Mary different messages. Robin has been advocating for this relationship from the time Robin and I met. Kudos to Robin. Kudos to Mary. I hated that ending. I was, it was like a high five. Good job, guys. You tried to get me to love Mary and uh, we just couldn't do it. Cody talks about how there's people who stay in relationships due to their faith. In a life of unhappy solitude while a person is right next to them. But isn't that the definition he tried to give for his sacred loneliness? I mean, yeah, you should be fine with it. But now mm, you shouldn't be fine with it. Yeah, the flip-flopping between Cody, Robin, in case Robin cases to see their lies or forgetfulness. It's hard to form, even for us, it's hard to form an opinion because they flip-flop so much in their own wording. 
Man, we see a clip of everyone describing how Cody used to be and how they would describe him and how they all kind of came to the realization that maybe that guy isn't there anymore. We also see a scene of Cody talking about wanting to run away and how much he hates his life. And it's so sad because, yes, we hate Cody. Like, absolutely. But, man, his entire life is fixable if he wanted to. He simply is not doing anything to fix it. Something I thought about as you, you know, recap that scene, he has chosen to put all his eggs in Robin's basket. And with her family, that must have had a strong pull for him that life with Robin is incredible. But it's interesting that everything that's going on in his life, you know, the the other families and Robin, the world he lives in with Robin isn't enough for him not to hate his life. Like everything else is still devouring the good he has with Robin. So it's almost like, but you chose this little world here and you didn't want to put effort into fixing the rest. Mm -hmm. So it goes back to the whole, I can't remember a, a long time ago in a few episodes back, we talked about like, it's interesting that you chose one wife versus 16 kids. It's like, I asked you the question, like, which one would you pick? I'm like, well, you're a parent. You're picking the kids. I'm sorry. Yeah. The wife's got to go. But, and not that, and in this case, it's not that you have to pick one world or the other. Like, you can fix those relationships, but you don't, you don't want to do the work to do it. He could actually have it all. He's it, choosing not to. Isn't it interesting that his story or his solution is to just run away? It wasn't, let me sit down with everyone, either individuals, one-on-one, let's hash it out, let's talk about our relationship, maybe hopefully with a counselor, and let's just fix this. But instead of doing that, he's thinking, I'll just run away. Isn't that amazing for a man that says he's the head of the household? It's a patriarchy, what I say goes, and yet he can't do the most basic thing. I just imagine he either thinks about what needs to be done, and to him it might feel or seem, you know, insurmountable. Like there's no way I can fix all these relationships. It would take so much work. Like I don't even know if I have enough time to do that. He just can't even admit his faults, let alone admit it to these people's faces and take the steps necessary to apologize and mend the relationships. I think it goes back to the main issue. If I apologize, I am saying I did something wrong. He can't do that. And I, I can't do that. Yeah. I can't admit I did something wrong. Or I don't think I did something wrong, so I'm not going to apologize. Do you think Cody and Robin are happy now that they got rid of those pesky other wives? Or are they miserable together now? No, I think they are happy. I think they're miserable if they ever interact with the community, if they hear feedback, if they communicate with other portions of their family. I think in those portions, they are miserable, but I think as a unit, they are happy. I think so much of the Cody Airfingers drama, I mean, similar to how we talked about at the beginning of the show, where maybe the kids were a distraction. I'm wondering if the other wives and kind of the common enemy of the rest of the family, now that they don't have that anymore, are their own problems making more of an appearance? I don't think so, because even when 
they had problems. It's probably Cody putting the energy from the other relationships towards Robin or either if it was just bitching about those relationships to Robin. I think they're probably just fine. They're in a world where they don't have to maintain those relationships anymore. They could just do them and live. I do believe that Cody is picking on Robin, though, as far as like picking fights. The only fight I can see, and they talked about it, is this continuation of keeping Mary on. Like, you have to stop doing that. Like, it's so weird that they have such a good relationship, but there's clearly a communication issue there. Mm -hmm. I just think it's little everyday things of why would you do it that way? Don't do it that way. Or just random things like that. I don't think they're big overarching like about the other wives. I just think in everyday life. Sure. I mean, I could see that. So Cody says he was sabotaging his relationship with Robin to punish himself. He thought about getting another lover, but then he would look at this woman and say, I don't love you. I love who I left. What a weird thing. So is he out flirting and trying to, you know, see what's out there? Because this is a very strange and specific thing to say. Well, the proper word would be court. Is he out there courting? He was cruising. (laughs) Cruising, courting. (laughs) Pish posh. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. The storyline is really weird. I mean, how are the other wives supposed to feel like? Because you kind of left them for a lover. But that message also didn't hit of, oh, I do love those people. It kind of just, yeah, I don't love those people. So I'm leaving with my lover. Not a good sign says there was a lot of temptation and that his anger was a turnoff. He said it was scary and that he shared stuff with Robin that was heartbreaking. Sir, you need a, like you need help. I think that sharing is probably he's going down a dark path and it probably entailed the other wives and possibly the children. I mean, by his own words, he called them all assholes and that they just talk crap. Robin then talks about how Cody is suspicious of all women. She says she works really hard to constantly remind him that not all women are bad. She continues and says, I told him I feel like you're lining up all women and I'm right there with them and shooting them down. I'm not doing the sound. It's like, oh, hand motions, the recoil on her shoulder of her fake gun. It was too much. I did love how she plays this out and then to make it make sense to Suki, she says, you know, shoot, shoot him down. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Robin, I, I got that part. Thanks. What a wild scene. This is a little too descriptive for me. Me too. And this is the fastest I've seen her move in the last decade. Although it's weird. As she's describing this, it's not like sad. Like no. her... her Facial expressions like are sad, which I thought was kind of interesting. These have to be fascinating relationships where the wife is describing her man as a woman hater. Yeah, and like you have daughters together. I'm like, this is this is the person you're married to, and yeah, you have daughters, and he's gonna sell the whole crap of like, well, yeah, like all other women besides you guys, all other women mm. suck. I'm like, okay, what am I supposed to do with that? And she's going to bat for him. You can't make this up. And I really hope, and Robin mentions it, that she kind of like tries to set him straight. And I hope she's fighting that good fight because, well, even then I'm like, why are you fighting the good fight? Because 
This is not someone you should be trying to please or change their mind. Like they're not a good person. And the fact that they've come to the realization because they were a shitty husband and got three divorces that women suck. Maybe you suck. Janelle says maybe it's because Robin is the only one he's really with anymore. His communication has become very, uh, and I thought she was going to roast the crap out of Cody and Robin here. But she says it's become a lot of reference to you can't talk to Robin like that. She's the only one that's loyal to me. Janelle continues on and says that it was always this paragon of a wife, how she does everything right. So if you had any type of disagreement or a different opinion, you weren't safe. You were a bully. Not not new in my opinion, but I, I can see that. I mean, this is the new wife. We need to treat her well. We need to welcome her into our family. She's a saint. How dare you say anything bad to her? You're the bad one. Not surprising. It's, it's, it's so easy to visualize. And again, they didn't admit it at the time, but Cody, his feelings for Robin when this is going on, this is my soulmate. This is the love of my life. I found her. You will not talk shit about her. Like, you know what I mean? Like now that we know the state of their relationship, this all makes sense. Christine scoffs at the notion that her and Janelle were bullies to Robin. She says, I've looked back and dissected my relationship with her. I remember a few conversations. We had a problem. She came over. We talked about it. And I thought that was that, that we were fine. And then later I heard about it again and again and again. And I assume that means from Cody basically punishing her for saying something bad about Robin. That is then perceived as bullying. In the way we've seen Robin over the years of how she responds to certain issues or certain circumstances or even conversations, I could imagine if you say the littlest thing to her, it probably does feel like bullying. She probably breaks out in tears. I mean, this probably happens when the cameras aren't around. It's like a defense mechanism at this point. You can't ask her a question on this tell-all without her crying. Okay, you're not the only one that noticed. It gets even worse because every adult, I mean, these are all adults here, we're talking about some serious shit. We're talking about relationships. We're talking about shooting down women, apparently. I mean, very serious things. And everyone's just just talking, just communicating, having a conversation with Suki. The only one that is breaking down and just like cannot form a sentence and like it's honestly kind of hard to follow is Robin. And I'm like, how are you reacting to this at every single question? Like, just just respond to the question. Also, you got what you wanted. Don't act like you didn't. You know who should be pissed and crying? Mary. It's so interesting. These wives are so out of favor with Cody that are just out of love themselves that they've lost their choice of a husband for 30 years. But Janelle had her moment after the fight, but that's probably more emotions from the fight. Mm -hmm. But they're not crying over him. They're not sad that they've lost him. It took Janelle 30 minutes and an errand, and she was good. It took 30 minutes and her to text back, pack your shit. (laughs) So we find out what caused this big drama between Robin and Christine. It was a personality test that they all took. Christine was very fascinated by everyone's results and kind of researched it and deep dove everything about everyone's personalities. Christine said in Robin's type, she loves drama. 
These types of people love talking about their drama to other people so others can feel what they feel. And they love hearing drama. They live for the connection with people over drama. And she was mad that Christine called her dramatic. Suki asked Janelle about the personality test. She talks about her results, but says that she can't remember anyone else's result, essentially. Mary also can't remember the personality results, though I do think it was fascinating how quickly Mary interrupted Suki. mm, That caught my ear. She was asking about the personality test saying, so do you remember? And she goes, I can't remember. I was like, oh, why is that so harsh? But it's weird. She follows it up with, I think I was this number. Yeah. But you can't remember? She says, I agree with it, but she doesn't remember anyone else's. I just feel like there's some... There's a backstory here. Yeah, there's a backstory. (laughs) There's some touchy subjects. I just thought it was interesting how fast she cut her off. But then you just kind of lied to Suki and us because you do remember at least your number. Yeah. And then Suki asks Robin. She said, I never took that test, but I remember it. I never took it, though. Suki is just trying to move on, move the conversation on. And she's like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, that's fine. And she says, oh, wait, maybe I did take it. Suki explains that it described her as someone that likes drama. And that created some tension in the family. Looking up, looking to the side, darting her eyes around, not being able to look Suki in the face. She says, I don't have a memory of this. I don't, um, if there was, uh, I don't remember taking it. Could have ended it. I know you're lying, but you didn't need to expand anymore. It literally could have ended right here. But then the story that came after this was just way out in left field. She said, if someone was coming up with my personality type, then they were taking the test for me and making the choices for me. She said, if someone was doing that, they don't know me well at all. She didn't take the time to get to know me very well. Meaning Christine. A wild allegation. Not only allegation, but the length you went to tell us this lie that was not needed. You could have just stopped. Literally say you don't know, you don't remember, and that's it. Stick to that. Say it with your whole chest. Our wonderful friend immediately, like as we are watching this, knew where this episode was from, sent us a video. So season six, episode 10, they take the personality test with Nancy. They get the results on the same episode. Now they only go over Mary's result, but in the episode, Robin has a piece of paper in front of her. She's taking the test. She's flipping pages. She gets a paper handed to her with her results on it. It's going to be fascinating. Well, it's not going to happen, but people are probably going to tag Robin with this scene and just maybe even post her her description of what happened and then what actually happened. And it was so far off. I'm so happy we actually got evidence of this. So shout out to Ashley Parrot on Instagram, Parrot underscore Ashley. Thank you so much for sending that over. That made my night and I quickly had to get this out to the public. (laughs) Mary talks about how she is working on her relationship with Robin. She says that she's emotionally not 100% yet. And Mary does not consider Robin a sister wife. Now, kind of more breaking news. Like, guys, we got a lot this episode. Mary talks about 
how during the catfish situation, there was a friend of Robin's that inserted herself into the situation. This friend of Robin was feeding her and Cody information saying that they were having an affair, meaning the catfish and Mary. How did this friend insert them into that text or whatever it was? Do you remember Kendra? I don't. Okay, so Kendra was Robin's friend. Always seemed like real happy when the cameras were around. Okay. The whole reason the catfish and the Mary thing even happened was because the catfish was Cody Airfingers, a big business investor, and Mary was talking to them about whatever MLM they were doing at the time to get them to invest. So somehow the catfish was online friends with Kendra? Yes. Okay. So Kendra was like, yeah, it's this very wealthy businessman. And somehow that relationship between the catfish and Mary evolved beyond the business. Sure. Isn't it interesting how you can easily say, yeah, it's some rich investor dude. I'm like, but you've never met them or have any credibility of their money, net worth or anything. Their businesses. Yeah. That's interesting. But also a good life lesson to anyone out there when you're getting approached by someone online, you have to fact check a lot. Mary was the first person I've like really seen be catfish. This was pre Neve. <laughs> sure. So, gotcha. Yeah. Shout out to Neve. Mary says this caused a lack of trust between me and Robin, but that trust has been built back up and it shouldn't be. Robin says, oh, no, there was no trust issues after this. Again, just two completely different stories. So Suki called Mary Robin's ex-sister wife. Shit hit the fan. Multiple tissues. Many eye dabs. Getting that menthol real in there. She said, please don't call her that. Not to me. You can other places, but not to me. It's going back to the, you're, you're dramatic. You love drama. So dramatic. Like, mm, I think example. it would have broken her soul if Suki said, uh, well, Mary told me you're not her sister wife. So I'm going to refer <laughs> to her to you in the way Mary described it. Now, Robin, as she hands her a tissue, would you say this is a dramatic reaction? She would have left. <laughs> she would have left. That would have been it. You can't make this stuff up. Robin is so full of crap. As she's crying, she says that Mary, Janelle, and Christine are all her sister wives. Okay. Well, they don't feel the same way. (laughs) This is where the infamous line that we've been teased for many episodes now. She says, this isn't just me being dramatic. Thanks, Christine. Is this due to a prior comment in this show? Or has this always been an issue between her and Christine and like Cody? And that's why they always had this revolving thing of your bullying robin is it because christine would call her dramatic throughout the years man i don't know because everyone would call christine princess sure and i'm like she's not crying about it this episode ended beautifully on one of the best topics ever on this show ever the gift exchange text we are still waiting for those to somehow drop the bank account is open. I'm, I'm saying our offer still stands. You let us know, kiddos. We're here. I loved watching the picture in picture of Robin watching Peyton explain everything. And then Christine say, I think Robin really just jumped to conclusions. Loved watching her watch that. 
So we find out that Christine was not on this thread initially at all. She just read through it. Robin's kids were on it. And they apparently just went in at one point. Oh, to have the privilege of reading that entire thread. (laughs) For some reason, we went from planning this gift exchange to I've never felt a part of the family from the very beginning. You guys are trash. We move on to Robin. And she says that she was being told that the kids hated her. Not in the text thread, but before that. She was being told that the kids hate her and her kids. She won't say who, just a person. She goes on to explain that her little kids aren't remembering who their siblings are. They don't know their names. What, who goes with who? And she figured, why am I even trying? Who was saying that everyone hates them? Because I have my theories. Your theory is pretty good. I have two now. Oh, you I've have two? I've expanded. Okay, well, what's the first? The first one's McKelty. That's the only person from the family you're talking to at all. That's the obvious one. Who is always trying to be in your good graces, who is kissing your butt, who has no problem going against her own mother. So why would she not? You're on to something there. Okay. Or Cody, because again, he'll kiss her butt as well, but he was fucking weird. He hates everyone, but he was saying I'm on the thread, but I'm just not responding. As you know, a patriarch does. The head of the household, the man of the family, really leading here, huh? You know, it's interesting. Why didn't he step up when all this was going down and say, hey, we're not doing this. We're one family. Like, we're not talking shit to each other. Like, way before it got, you know, to the extent that they're describing. That would have probably helped a bit there, Cody. He really thought that Aurora and Brianna were going to put all these kids in their place and they probably roasted them to heck. You know what happened? (laughs) The group chat started, he, you know, he's read a little bit. He knew they were doing some Christmas planning and he's like, eh, I'm not going to care. He muted it, not aware of what was about to go down. And he probably found out, I bet you it happened so fast. I bet you it was even within an hour. And he's like, oh shit, what just happened? But even then he could have still done something. Here's what I think happened. I think a lot of these kids have had a lot of pent up anger towards the whole situation Mm -hmm. either maybe how their dads treated the rest of their family or how maybe they view robin as like you've you've taken all the time our father has to give so we kind of put a little blame on you there and i think the moment someone from robin's family spoke up about anything (laughs) they were like wolves man yeah they just went off janelle gives us a little bit more information She says that all of her kids were trying to schedule and that they just couldn't jump on a call right then at nine o'clock at night. It blew up into this whole thing about how horribly Robin has been treated. Everyone was very shocked and caught off guard. And then Robin was the one that started going off in the chat. Her kids started piling on, saying that the rest of the family treated them so horribly and that they are never going to want to have their own families because of it. Now, I couldn't tell. This was Robin's kids saying they're not going to have their own families? Yeah, and don't even. You did not have to be in charge of so many kids. Like, the older siblings had to. So, like, why was it so bad for you? You just don't have to have 18 kids. Which is wild. Their definition is that they were bullied. And I like the Brown family's definition. Like, you weren't bullied. You were in a family. A big one. A big with family. little supervision. <laughs> I mean... My sister and I would fight 
like we would basically beat each other up. Like, yeah, same, same is, with me and my brother. That's having a. We watch our nephews like they're basically suplexing each other, and I'm not talking like jokingly suplex. I mean like shit's going down, and you have to like stop them. Yeah, but it's just me yelling, "No one touch each other." And I mean that's that's growing up. That's having a sibling, and when you have a dozen siblings, <laughs> I can't. Imagine. Some personalities aren't gonna flow. There's gonna be clashes. I don't believe. Now I bet you. It probably because they were getting, you know, integrated into this family, they probably could make jokes about like, like poke at them like, oh, like the other kids or something, you know. Okay, this is what I think happened. You know how like sometimes siblings try to convince you you're adopted? Oh, for sure. (laughs) Well, you wouldn't even have to joke. It's like, well, our dad's not your dad, huh? We well, I'm getting there with that. Like, so we both experienced this. Oh yeah, <laughs> a classic kid thing of trying to convince a sibling or being convinced you're adopted. We'll like, I think we picked up the wrong one. <laughs> and I bet they're like, I bet it's that joke, but on like such a bigger level. And I bet the crap talk was a lot. It was probably what they described early on in the seasons with plague jokes. It was probably plig jokes heightened because this legitimately isn't your father. Yeah. Where usually it is your father, just with a different mom. You your guys, mom's not my mom. You don't have the same mom <laughs> or dad. Robin says her kids tried to express themselves and that the other kids started mocking them and dismissing them. I could see it. <laughs> so by mocking, do we equate that to memes? Oh, maybe I would be throwing some fire memes in there. Lady, Literal, cal- lady calculating. Literally throwing fire. <laughs> Little Mario throwing fire. So eventually what happened, Robin says that her kids came to her and said that they don't feel emotionally safe and do not want to be a part of this anymore. Janelle says it's some sort of weird paranoia that she carries around that we never wanted her. I don't ever remember saying that. Robin says that she had to go to Janelle and Christine and say a child of yours is being hard on a child of mine. Robin says that some of the other kids would tell them that they don't belong. And I could see that being easy ammo for a kid. Mary says, I think we could have done better. I've heard it from multiple people. We should have had more conversations. Some people felt this was forced on them, that they didn't get to have an opinion. Everyone just has to deal with it. Which was true. Everyone did have to just deal with it. Dad came home and's like, this is my girlfriend. Just like there was no conversation of moving. It was, we're moving in three days. You can't tell anyone. You'll never have these friends again. That goes back to their improper planning that I do appreciate that Janelle mentioned this because I mean, like most, not most parents, but it's like, well, your kid doesn't really have a say. Like we adults make the decisions that you got to go with it. But it's interesting that Janelle brings us up as far as she's probably thinking that wasn't the right approach. Like we should have probably put the children's perspective a little bit more into this or even just, just heard them. Janelle says we hurried before taking everyone's temperature. They were being told to sit down and shut up when we should have taken our time. Now I agree. I mean, those kids really didn't have an opinion on anything and Cody definitely wasn't going to listen to them. Just as the wives were not allowed to have any opinion. And when they did, he didn't care. It's interesting that if the kids all feel, you know what? I don't know if we're ready to increase the size of this family. We're already pretty, we're like filled in this house. 
and the wives say, you know, we also aren't too sure about adding another wife. And so the husband hears all this and says, you know what? I don't care about any of your opinions. Like I found my lover, like I'm going full speed yep. and our courtship's going to be short. Do you remember in season one when Cody sat everyone down, the whole family, little kiddos and said, do you like being a family? And that was the announcement that we're moving. Great. Versus giving the kids more knowledge and said, hey, this is a situation. We do need to move. And as the parents, we've decided that we're going to be moving to Vegas. Just any other way than the way it did happen would have been an improvement. So really long story short, Robin blew up this thread. She was not randomly attacked by all the kids. Her kids went in first. And then, I mean, that opened the floodgates. That's how I took it. No, no. Didn't we miss something? Didn't someone mention that one of the kids said, my father? Oh, at the... At the conclusion of the text and when everything settled down, Robin came in and told the kids that I talked to your father and like, we aren't going to go through with this. And the kids were like, you mean our father? Like uh, the father of all of us. I hear what you're saying. I have a feeling it could have also came from one of Robin's kiddos. And I could see as a original brown kid seeing what's been going on, mom's getting divorced, families are getting split up. And the way that this, or excuse me, these group of kids can refer to it as our father or my father. Mm -hmm. And they're thinking, how fucking dare you? (laughs) Like this was my dad before you were ever around. And you're telling me about how we're going to do Christmas. I think they felt mad disrespect. Well, and also it's probably been held in a lot. Like as an adult, you want to like move on and be your best version of yourself and like really try to be an adult. But then (laughs) they went off and I was like, all right, gloves off. Let's go. No, I totally agree. I think they had a lot held up or a lot of aggression kind of boiling Mm -hmm. up. And I think anything, even if it was a minor thing, it could have probably set them off. Yeah, because in the end, like their dad chose them. And that, that probably hurts. I mean, it's not their fault. It is their dad's fault, but it's still, it hurts that, like, why did he choose you over us Mm -hmm. or you over me? Like, these things probably happen in their minds, right? They question all these things. And it would be totally different if they separated their relationships. Like, that's my mom and dad's relationship, but these are my siblings. Sure. But they don't do that. I mean, even to the defense of some of the older kids, they really didn't get that much time with Robin's children. No, that's true. They got less than a handful of years and then they were off to either their own family, school, their own adventures. I mean, they really didn't get much time with them. I'm just saying, let me know if you got a copy. You know what you could do? Because it would be like a huge invasion of privacy. You could even send them with all names hidden and we we will just guess and make up our own storyline. I mean, I don't know if I'm paying as much for that, but I'll still pay for it. Sure. I just just want to. (laughs) Sure. I would like to protect some people, right? (laughs) Episode actually truly ends with Christine announcing her engagement. Talk about how they met online. She saw his picture and realized that she wanted to look at his eyes for the rest of her life. Okay, so the matchmaker went nowhere. No, exactly. Nowhere. Do you think this was the very first person she matched with? I don't think so. She said she casually dated. So I like to think there's a, there were a couple dates that okay, went fair. nowhere. That's true. That's fair. She talks about how she fell in love with him at his birthday party. He pulled her chair close to him, 
put his arm around her. She rested her head on his chest and it was like she took her first breath. That's a little interesting scene to think about. These like older couples at a birthday, (laughs) parties going on, people are celebrating. He's like, come here and put your head on my chest. It's like, we're at a birthday party. Maybe it was winding down the end of the night. I just, I always find it hilarious how we went from, I love being divorced. I love divorced. Everyone should get divorced. And it's like, I'm getting married. It's like a handful of episodes later, I'm getting married. It's, it's so fascinating how fast, uh, I'm going to say these folks, as far as like how fast they court and, and now to Christine's regard, how fast she found a partner. I'm surprised Mary isn't moving at that speed. I mean, the rumor is she has a boo, so... That is a rumor, but I think Christine, I don't know if it was her good or bad. She seems very, very happy to me. It seemed like you moved so fast and I do hope it all works out. It is cool to me, David. You were mentioning, I just want to hear his voice. Like, I haven't he, heard his voice. Yeah, I haven't he watched sound like, like videos of him or anything, like just the photos. So I'm curious to hear what he sounds like. Does he have the Utah accent? I don't think personally, I don't think we're going to get much from their sit down. It's probably just going to be, how did you meet? And I hope Suki asked more like, what do you think about all of this? This family, <laughs> like their relationships, how things are going. Do you watch the show? Have you watched the show? I'm assuming he doesn't or didn't in the past. Um, but I just don't think we're going to get much. We might just get the what's your love story and then, okay, David, you can go away now. And we're continuing the tell all. I think that's exactly how it'll be. Okay, one last thing that I skipped over because it didn't make sense and where it was in my notes is when Cody talks about how everyone is drawn to blame Robin. So there's always something that has drawn the wrath of jealousy from the public, the tabloids, from sister wives, to go towards her to where she is being blamed for shit I did. There was a point of blame that was making me so angry that I was getting to the point where I was like, shut up, I will punch you in the mouth. Shout out from Cody to all of us podcasters and listeners. Just had to end on the note, the shout out. Man, we got Robin pretending to shoot. We have Cody wanting to punch people in the mouth. Great episode. No, it was fantastic. Yeah, both of them. And I'm looking forward to the last one. Yeah, I don't know what else they're going to break down because we really got over the Mary Cody situation, which is kind of the end or the ending pieces of this season. Yeah, I'm not too sure, but. By the end of the week, we'll have some sneak previews coming up. So we'll see. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for your grace and your time. I hope you have a nice weekend and we'll talk to you soon. Yep. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you later. Take care.